podcast, the official podcast of not getting sued by Nintendo. It's episode yeah. It's episode 134. Very good. What? Uh, this is very good because obviously we do not endorse giving small animals guns. Uh, no, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. If you were going to trust an animal with a gun, what, who, what would you trust? I didn't say I'd trust them. Well, there you go. We don't want to do it. We don't want to arm ride life because nature will turn on us and go, ah, you're fucked now. <laughs> Maybe that's what needs to happen. Need I've to seen enough people that I know that those animals are just watching us, waiting for us to make that ultimate mistake, and then that car will eat everyone that we care about. You get uh, an animal uprising, armed animal yep. uprising. It's all right. Most of them like... don't have thumbs to to be able to shoot the guns. Nah, enough of them do. Enough of them do. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that that took a weird turn. Apologies. Yeah, it wouldn't be like us to. Take weird turns. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, obviously we're uh, referring to uh, that there PAL world that came out. That seems to have fucking taken over the world. Yeah. So I, it is nuts. Yeah, I, I guess we just get into that because I, I played a very small chunk of it enough to know that this is not for me. So you actually oh it's all because they put it on Game Pass, didn't they? They did I. So this has a this is this is an early access but it has a console release on Xbox. Hmm. Yeah it's not the And it's obviously on PC as well. Yeah. It's not the first game to, to do that. Alright. Huh. But yeah it's it's on Game Pass. It's in an early access state. Uh, so I decided to give it a try. Um, you get in there. For those of us that aren't sure, because I'm not going to lie, when I first seen this, I thought this was going to be a Pokemon type game. But then when I was reading the chat with you guys, this is not a Pokemon type game. This is more like a fucking survival sandbox thing. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's not not really like a Pokemon game at all. So you get a new creature oh, okay. character and then you wake up and then uh, you're punching trees. You are punching trees, eh? Fuck <laughs> uh, that. That's me, eh? Yeah. yeah um, uh, and it's kind of just... It's standard that type of game stuff, except yeah. you've got these creatures called pals running about that you can uh you know beat the death with a stick or right. <laughs> you get to the point where you can capture them um and you start making a base you make like a crafting bench and then you have to spend points to unlock more crafting recipes and then you're punching rocks and you're punching trees and get wood and, mm. uh, and then you make a, a pickaxe and um and then you the the, the pal will it's you know, assign it to your base and it'll it'll do stuff and start punching rocks and 
and, and the whole thing is, yeah, you just keep upgrading, get unlocking more recipes from there. Uh, and that's about as far as I got into it. Um, there could be more there down the line, but like, uh, I, I just, I'm just not one for those games. That, like, I, I'm not gonna mm. put the time in to get to the potential good stuff. Um, because mm-hmm. yeah, all that building stuff and all is is not really for me. No. Um, and this game does have it. It just does just feel like that survival game, steam trash jank to it that uh, that you expect out of these types of games. It doesn't change the recipe that much at all. Not from what I saw, and then no, uh, and then there's the whole thing about the the Pokemon stuff with the designs of the monsters. Um, a lot of chat flying around about. Yep, they're just they've just ripped off Pokemon. Um, but uh, like, yeah, sure. I don't really care if they steal it from Nintendo. It's Nintendo. Steal away. Who cares? Yeah, uh, they will <laughs> probably come for you though. But uh, uh. Yeah. Now the thing I found interesting is if you look into this developer, um, mm-hmm. like just by just by looking at them on Steam, uh, they are called uh, Pocket Pair. Right. And if you look on their Steam, they have a game that looks very familiar called Craftopia, which is also in early access. Uh, it. Uh. Pay- came out on the 4th of September 2020 and it looks nigh identical to this except you know it doesn't have the Pokemon yeah sorry the the pals <laughs> legally <laughs> distinct legally distinct yep yep um I mean down to it has the not Pokeballs except in this you you can just capture animals and monsters and have them do stuff uh, like so in pal world you can get like a team of these pals and automate these factories to make guns and stuff uh, and if you look mm. at this craftopia it's it's going for a lot of uh, like Zelda Breath of the Wild stuff and then it's got like um, a lot of stuff like you would see in Satisfactory um, mm-hmm. and it, like even if, if you look at the uh, um some of the enemies in this craft hope is where they look a lot like moblins from uh from Zelda. So I guess if they got away with it with Craftopia, maybe they're thinking, hey, I could probably get away with uh, uh going uh, after <laughs> the Pokemon stuff. Um but like it seems to me is they've taken this Craftopia, which I will point out is still an early access that people have paid for. Um yep. will make some Pokemon-esque creatures, I don't know, maybe by using an AI trained on Pokemon designs, maybe that happened. Um, And then release it again uh, to much fucking hype and anticipation because we somehow got trailers on, like, Summer Games Fest and stuff. Um, Yeah, because I remember you talking about that on the Summer Games Fest when we were chatting about that just last year there. Um, and I remember just being very confused on what the fuck it was. But mm. somehow, this 
and let's be honest, they are technically an indie developer oh, yeah, on yeah. the main stage of Paddleworld. Yeah, I, I don't know how oh, they got there. with Paddleworld, sorry. Well, yeah. that's the question. I mean, they obviously had to fucking give, what do you call your man, that the runs that ch- uh, Jeff... <laughs> Jeff Keighley. You know? Jeff Keighley. Um, I called him. Sorry, Jeff Keighley. Uh, they've obviously had to give him something to go here, go and us on the main stage, and he's went, ah, and it did. Aye, okay, we got a new character, a bunch of money, Mr. Keighley. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's got, like, like, it, it does got a lot of the stuff from Breath of the Wild. Like, even the, like, you look at the character creator and the way the characters, it, it's exactly the same. And it's got the feel of, of something that is, like, being bought from an asset store. It's like, here's a plug-in character creator. Um, uh, and that, that's, that's fine, but it, it's just that it seems like a lot of PAL world is just Craftopia. Uh, yeah, so the assets flip themselves. <laughs> seems like they may have. And I know, like, you could argue, ah, but, like, sure, EA releases a, you know, Madden game, which is more or less the same every year. Uh, I was like, eh, that's, yeah. my, that's, that's kind of the problem. I was like, <laughs> yeah, well, then that's a good thing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, here we, here we have this thing. Um, and it sold, like, six million copies. Six million. No. Well, we obviously know why this is, is because there is nothing else like Pokemon on any, on any other system. So when you have something, I can't think of anything like Pokemon on anything else, or any other Pokemon-like games. The, the, there's, uh, on PC, there, there are some. Uh, I think the, some we've got on PlayStation as well. Um, oh, there's one, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. But it, it, it is about capturing monsters in that. Um and, no, right. and and Pokemon isn't like I mean a PS one game again I can't remember the name of it um where you would do something similar um like hmm. uh, Mo- Monster Rancher um and, and things like that so so like that that concept isn't like exclusive to Pokemon I think uh, a lot of Pokemon fans are like saying hey what's this all about is because of like the actual designs of the monsters yeah. are so very very close and it does look like something that uh that you would if you trained an ai on pokemon designs and then said make me mm-hmm. a monster it, this is the the sort of thing it would spit out and the developer has um spoke about using ai before and they actually yeah. have uh, another um game in their library called AI Art Imposter. Yes. Um, which actually uses AI art generation in its mechanics. It's an R early access game. And if you look at this one, um, and the fact that it's called Imposter and the gameplay around it involves like four players. Um, one of them is an imposter. Uh, yes. And the, the other three get a prompt and you have to use the AI to prompt and the imposter doesn't have the prompt and then you have to pick out the imposter. Um, the designs of the player characters in this um, might look a wee bit familiar. I would dare Like with their colors and their faces being like this wee white <laughs> part. And, uh, you know, 
them having big teeth sometimes and they mm. slap some uh, cat ears on them just just to legally distinct yeah legally distinct uh, fucking hell hey yeah th- this uh this developer seems a wee bit dodgy to me mm. um, but the thing is is like uh, a lot of eyes on them now yeah this is the uh, this is the problem with this taken off so well now everyone's watching you so uh now you have to try and deliver something mm. um someone has had already modded the game to put pokemon in it um and that has been uh, oh i've seen that <laughs> well, again, well, then, yep that's gone already um yep. and then uh, uh there's there's a guy, um, Don McGowan, he, he used to be the, the chief legal officer for Nintendo, and he's all like, I'm surprised that got this far. It's, it looks like mm-hmm. the, the usual rip-off nonsense that I would see a thousand times a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it's... Uh, it, I, I'm, I'm sure we haven't heard the last of this, um, and... It could be that Nintendo's just in the middle of uh, building their case here. Um, uh, but yeah, six million copies and um, a million concurrent players on Steam, which is, that's a small, small group of games that can yeah. say they've... Is there, any, um, is there any multiplayer that do you know, or is it a single-player only game? No, there's multiplayer as well. You can... There's multiplayer. Um, okay. It very much like in a lot of survival games that like you're creating a world and, and you can invite your friends into it. Um, so that could be another reason why it's going pretty well because as far as I'm aware, you've never had like a co-op Pokemon thing, have you? Not that I'm aware of. I could be wrong. Uh, <clears throat> I'm just thinking this is this is something like a Pokemon fan fucking, you know, oh, we can run around this whole world and, you know, punch trees as well as collect Pokemon. Brilliant, I so... It's 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 got the Minecraft people and the Pokemon fans at the same time. So six million copies. I'm, I'm I'm surprised it has it was able to get developed. But now that it is out, it doesn't surprise me that it's doing so well. Mm. But I'm guessing it plays like absolute shite. <laughs> I wouldn't say it plays like shite. Um, I didn't get as far as to get anything that I could shoot with or anything. Um. Mm. But like it, running around and hitting things is fine. Um, it's just that it's not really my type of game. Uh, yeah, just, uh, I wonder how many of those six million was people being like, you know, curious. Just because it, I found a lot of curious. I don't think like there was a lot of curious people for the day before, and it didn't hit six million. <laughs> well. <laughs> That wasn't uh, that wasn't uh, as much of a it, like I think this is going off like oh it's Pokemon with guns uh, uh, I think yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's going to get a lot more people's attention than um, than the oh it's like a multiplayer Last of Us and yeah uh, and I think the people that fell for that that the day before sort of <laughs> got what was coming to them yes yeah, yeah they did. But I will say, at least this game actually is delivering on what it said it's going to be. Um, yeah. 
it, it's just like the 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 whole thing with the that that craft albeit game. I'm like, how how have you like just you've taken Breath of the Wild and put crafting and automation survivally things in it, and then and now you're just taking that game and sticking Poundland Pokemon in there. Mm. And, and uh like you can still buy Craftopia for twenty ninety nine. Uh twenty ninety nine. Um it's just the it wouldn't be so bad if they had finished Craftopia and that was out uh and, and done in one point oh uh, and uh. and then moved on to this, but it's like, no, we have like multiple games in early access and we're a small developer and um, I must. I'm just gonna check very quickly here. How much is that fucking pal world? How much are they looking for? Us uh, twenty twenty five pound is the full price. Twenty five quid. Oof. It's mm. it's funny that um uh what do you call him Shuhei Yoshida? Yeah. Uh-huh. PlayStation. So he's in charge of like uh, all the the indies stuff. And he's <laughs> so it's not on PlayStation at the moment. I think he's trying, oh, to, right. trying to play. So he's sniffing around. He is. Fuck. But it's only on Xbox and PC for now. Mm-hmm. Um, so at a little point as well, that's yeah, six million. That doesn't include people playing it on Game Pass. That doesn't. No. Fucking hell. So it could be. Well, it probably is more people. Wait, I didn't buy it. Mm. Can't be the only person. <laughs> um, yeah, this this is a. Uh, it's a pretty crazy thing, um, and I, yeah, I really don't think this is the last we're gonna hear about uh, about this. Game. No, I don't think so. Definitely don't think so. But I couldn't recommend it. But that's me. I don't like survivally. Let's build a house games. Yeah. Um. So have you played Wouldn't anything? Um, I haven't played anything new because obviously uh, I have taken pre-order and that is out this coming weekend. So I haven't got anything new yet. Mm, so but so- we talk. Some talking review, about that next week some reviews coming in for that oh yes that's getting fucking amazing reviews so um looking forward to that but i actually have i finally got off my arse after talking about it for so long and i went back to elden ring and i thought i better bloody finish this before the dlc comes out soon so obviously the last time i played it i had beat the hardest boss in the game after i think it was nearly three months of trying finally beat her took a hell of a break from it and went back and I came across this boss so you finished the game so I, I'm not worried about spoiling anything but do you remember the guy you meet he's like the wee small guy before you go up and you fight the big end bosses it's like this wee normal small guy and he shoots like loads of magic he shoots like red skulls and big blue flames and he's got loads of big sort of yellow explosions he's then where you fought the sort of goldy ghost guy before the city went to shit yeah, I know where you're talking about. I can't remember this. Is this 
we, we small guy. Um, uh, yeah, that's, has, your, that's your man. Is that not your man that's in the uh, in in the round table? I think so. I, I, he's got the uh, so he's there and he challenged me. And I chose him with three hits. <laughs> I shouldn't believe it. <laughs> three yeah. hits and he died. And I was like, holy shit. I must yeah. have been beasted up, finally taking on the liner or something. Uh, he, he shows up and he's all like, no, nah, I can't let you. I was supposed to do this. You can't do it. And you're like, get the fuck out of here. You fucking jobber shooting all your magic at me. Um, like he, he, he was up and everything, but he was in the middle of the heel the second time and I hit him that hard. He just dies. It's like, well, fuck you out of the way then. So then we go up the steps and... This guy, I guess, Dalfrey's his name, uh, and he has like a big roof over his shoulder. And then he literally turns into a fucking wrestler and starts fucking suplexing me and shit. I was like, yep. the fuck's going on here? It's like, holy fuck, this guy's literally piling him in me and everything. So we took him down, uh, and then I got to the, the end guys last night. So I'm oh, speaking to yourself, and I know what's the end was. I figured it was because I'm now in, inside the fucking tree. First, guy you fight. He's on it. Is he something to do with Melina? Because he looks like her. Is he like the other twin or something? Well, he um, so the, the, that that is her, but it's also her husband. She married herself. Right, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> and it's it's Elden Ring. I'm not even, it's from software and Elden Ring. I'm not even off. <laughs> go, go watch some body video videos. Okay. Um, so I whopped him. I was like, this guy's not too bad. I fucking whopped him. And then this arm pulls him into the ground. And literally, like, the universe comes out as a monster and it's holding the sword. And I was like, shit. I'm literally fighting a galaxy here. Okay. Yeah. And the thing just makes all these mad, weird shapes. It whopped me, so it did. But I was like, it was pretty late at night. So I was like, nah, your ass will be mine during this week. <laughs> so been getting back into the and getting ready for that. So, if I beat this, and I new game plus it, mm-hmm. do we, we have no idea how this DLC is working, do we? If like if we have to get to a certain point in the game to access it, like other from DLCs, I'm guessing that'll how it works. Yeah, well, we don't know for sure, but I think that's a pretty safe bet. Yeah, although I'm going to do that anyway, because I've not touched this game since the fucking arenas were added. I need to go try some of that shit. Hmm. Need to go to the Coliseum and see how tough I am because I was playing thing online the other day. Uh, Armored Core after they added rank matches, I'm pretty fucking bad. I said that, you know, so I'm pretty good at one on ones. I'm not very good in a team. I'm, I seem to just hold my team back because I don't have team strategy. I just drive in like an idiot and try and shoot everything with rockets everywhere and just doesn't work too well. But when it's one-on-one, I do really well because I just overwhelm the enemy with rockets and lasers. I do not use uh, melee weapons on my tank build. So I just go in like a lunatic and there's just rockets and lasers everywhere. So I was doing pretty well on that. But I want to see if I can handle myself one-on-one on Elden Ring. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have Spent a lot of time now, like two years, perfecting PvP builds. So, yeah, but it's me. <laughs> but it's me. It doesn't matter. I've got a big hammer. 
Well, I look forward to hearing about how that goes for you. Yeah, I think that that'll be next week. It'll be Tekken and my adventures in the arena at Elden Ring. That's what it'll be. Um, but yeah, do you know what's mad? We'll see after playing Elden Ring for a while and going back to something like Liza P. You can see the difference, you know. Like Liza P is good, mm-hmm. but, but it's not from, from games. <laughs> and, uh, those from games just have that absolute, just beautiful crispness to them. Where, as I say, I'm on this boss on Liza P at the moment, and because it doesn't have the same, uh, doesn't have the same feel. I can't dodge as well, so I am having to find myself parrying because I think that's what Liza P is built on, more of the parry rather than the dodge. So I'm finding myself parrying more. Whereas when I went to play Elden Ring again, it's like, that's right, I can dodge everything. This fucking brilliant shit. So, yeah. Yeah. It's nice that there are people trying it, but it's just, you'll never, I don't think you'll ever match from themselves. No, you you never do. Like uh, a, a copy is no. never going to be as good as the original. No, well, not even nice. But the way that they would put it is, they wouldn't call themselves a copy. They call themselves a love letter to Bloodborne, which is like fair. If I can see that, you're still a copy. Yeah, you're still copying what they do. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. can love letter you're all you fucking all. want. Yeah. We're never gonna get a sequel. We're never gonna get a remake. So these guys are like, well, fuck it. We'll have a we go at it. I guess, but. Um, yeah, it's just it doesn't have that same Christmas. That's the only way I can describe it. It's, it doesn't feel exactly the same. It still feels very good, and it's very good in its own right to a lot of things, whatever. But I Elden Ring still cream of the crap play. I just wish, I just wish fucking, you know, From or Sony or whoever has the fucking, you know, whoever needs to do this, someone's pull their finger out of their hole and give us a 60 frames a second update to Bloodborne. That's what I fucking want. Because then I went to go back, I tried to go back and play that again. Jesus, it's like playing a fucking slideshow. Yeah. I mean, it, a, if you gave yourself a bit of time, you'd probably get used to it, but... I just I, I did have to... Because I was playing going, this isn't even 30 frames. Like, I know 30 frames. I get 30 frames when I'm playing Dark Tide, but you guys, and don't on the PS4, doesn't run as smooth as Dark Tide for me. And I know I'm, because I have it limited to 30, it can't go any higher. And Bloodborne doesn't look that as smooth. So I'm wondering, what is Bloodborne actually wrong with? Mmm. Mmm. That's a good question. You know, it, it might just uh, not be a solid 40, or maybe you're. Your Steam Deck's doing some magic in the background or something. I don't know. <laughs> like smoothing things out or something. I could, uh, you never know. Never know. But yeah, that's that's what I've done. I just getting all prepped for the, the Elden Ring DLC, so I have to beat the end. I have to basically fight the universe and then I become the Elden Lord, I guess. You do, but then you start again. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Without changing my armor, because I'm one of those guys. Once I find some armor that looks cool, that's it. I never change. Uh, yeah. No, that's that's the way I do it as well. Fashion souls. Yeah. Fashion souls. Yeah. Fuck your stats. <laughs> I don't care. You don't need armor if you don't get it. 
Exactly. 100%. <laughs> um, right. I guess I used up most of the news with because uh, it was all PAL World. Um, mm-hmm. But Xbox had a, a thing showcase that That's developed, right. developer direct uh, on Thursday there where they were showing off um, well they said that, that they'd be showing four internally developed um xbox games um well, the, the um it really focused on showing the developers themselves you know lots hmm. of lots of footage of people in offices um and saying how they were you know doing I think they want they, to be sacked they, they, they well yeah that's that's probably thing i'm thinking that that's probably part of what this is mm. you know it's like hey look at all the people we've got that still have jobs um but anyway the uh the games they showed off um now everything they were looking at uh here they're saying is coming out this year mm. believe that when i see it yeah yeah um, the first thing they showed was Obsidian's new game, Avowed, um, which was the kind of Skyrim-y looking thing mm. that they showed at one Achilles event, I think. Um, so they showed the actual gameplay of this. Um, I know seeing this the first time, it did look very much, ah, uh, it's a first person fantasy action rpg type thing um mm. and then seeing this it still looks like one of those but it, it like get more of a feed for the art style and that um it's it's mm. quite it's quite color colorful um but yeah this looks like uh obsidian taking a stab at doing uh doing an elder scrolls um, because they're showing a lot of, uh, like you know, like in Skyrim where you could pretty much dual wield everything. You get a sword in one hand, magic in the other. Uh, yeah. So they they were showing all the the different ways you could approach, like, combat. You you dual wield wands or whatever. Or just go in with swords and that. Um. <clears throat> And then they they're showing some of the which is probably Obsidian's main strength was the sort of dialogue and storytelling choices you make, um, which I have no doubt, no doubt in my mind will be way better than anything Bethesda would ever do, because it's Obsidian mm-hmm. and it's kind of the thing that they hang their hat on. Um, yeah, so so that that's out in the autumn. Uh, so but no, no exact month or anything. Mm. Is that one you reckon will definitely be out this year, though? See, when they say autumn, that's uh, mm, that could. Be, I mean, that could easily slip. It's very, very. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't be saying, oh, this is definitely coming out this year. Uh, the second game they showed was uh, one that's been knocking about for a while. It was Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. 
Um, I feel like I've been hearing about this for years. Yeah, it was first announced in 2019. Mm. The first one came out in 2017. So, yeah. Been a while. Mm, um, five years. Yeah. So, uh, looks like um, it's going to be as weird as the first one. Um, <laughs> they've reworked the combat and uh, uh yeah, the the first one's very sort of they they lean heavily into that sort of mental health stuff and what the main character's going through and all, and uh, you know it was very talked about like they they did it right and they they talked to experts and got advice and all, and they showed a lot mm. of the uh, the sort of um, you know them capturing performances and all of of the actors and, yeah. and uh, interviewed them a lot in in this. Um, I should really go back and finish. Uh, I've played a bit of the first one. It's it's grand. Um, but yeah, if I want to try this, I think I'll need to go back and finish the first one. I don't know. Did you see the uh, the thing they did at the Game Awards for this, though? No. It didn't really show up, but they got this band, and it's this big, um, like, I guess, an Icelandic movie. Um, uh, and it's all very, you know, Vikingy sort of hmm. chanting, big fucking massive twenty odd people band. And they had a live performance at the the Game Awards, which was very good. Um, yeah, so they they've actually given uh, um an, a day for this twenty first of May. This is coming out, which yeah, kind of kind of expect. From uh, ah. <laughs> like it's about time this this came out, but yeah, when, mm-hmm. when it's done, it's done, I guess. However long it takes, um, so I think that they they did mention uh like the the main guy or the studio head is talking about yeah it's a, like um what we focus on it like a, a shorter very narrative driven experience um which I think the first one is uh, like it's not a terribly long game. Um, but they have uh, said that this is going to be digital only, and it will cost fifty dollars if you're buying it. Okay. So, um, yeah, it seems to be priced in line with that as well. Which, yeah, that's fine. You know, it's sometimes you you want a game you can play in a couple of sittings and not have to yep. dedicate hundreds of hours to. Yeah, don't have to fucking quit your job for. <laughs> Um, they showed one game that wasn't a uh, a first party game from Square Enix. Uh, the the new Mana game they're they're working on Visions of Mana. I have never played a Mana game, so I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I'm guessing you've never played any Mana games either. Uh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a. There's a lot of them. I think this started as a Final Fantasy spinoff, which is weird, right? seeing as the Final Fantasy games aren't really connected anyway. Uh, huh. Weird. I'm guessing these are the same, and each one sort of stands alone. You could, if you wanted this to be your first one. Yeah, um, I think that's how they work. Yeah, it's a very cartoony style. Um, it's real time 
combat as well. I don't know if the if the mana series has always been real time combat, but yeah, it looks like a it's got looks like a JRPG ass game. Um, in the Wii segment, they had the the original creator of the series as well. What is up with uh, Japanese game developers when they get older? They start like dressing weird, a lot of leather and sunglasses and shit. Yeah, they, uh, they all think they're rock stars. Yeah, <laughs> they all do, isn't it? Yeah. They even even the great Shinji Mikami has been fucking uh, guilty of us. He hasn't done the sunglasses thing yet, but he does the leather jacket thing now. Um, I, I don't know what that's about, but that is a bang-on observation. I, I will point out one one guy, um, Ikaragi, the, the Castlevania guy, he just wears a hat and carries a whip about with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's very eccentric. Uh, they showed yeah. this uh, Aura History Untold, which is looks like it's just civilization. Hmm. Turn-based strategy thing, um, for X game. So there's there's that. If you're into that mm-hmm. kind of thing, it looks so much like Civilization. Like you know, whereas if you would you would pick like a a historical figure to be like your that's where you get your skills and all from. This is yeah, got that. Um, but it's not really just Civilization. Yeah, I, I I don't know much about civilization, so it would be hard hard to say. Uh, and then the main event of this, what everyone was working for or were, was waiting for, was to finally see the Indiana Jones game that Machines game Machine Games have been working on. Um, mm. Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. Um, and straight off the bat. We get Nazis confirmed. Yes. <laughs> Can't have a deal without Nazis. Um so yeah, the, the first thing you, you see is is uh Indy buried up to his neck in sand in the desert and a evil Nazi guy talking shit to him. Yeah, uh, so he had bought some. Well he can't because he's buried up to his neck in sand. Oh, it does it? does actually headbutt him. Oh, does? Oh, have you watched this? Yeah, yeah. All right. I finally got around to seeing it. I finally got around to seeing it. Because I wanted to hear the voice. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's a pretty. So they they use Harrison Ford's likeness for Indy, which makes sense. But they do not use his voice, which I'm very glad that. They no, it's it's, it's Troy Baker. Is that Troy Baker? That's Troy Baker. So if that fucking idiot had a sold his voices in NFT like he wanted to over a year ago, he, he wouldn't have this job because somebody just could have bought it. Hey, but is Troy Baker doing an indie impression? Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, maybe you shouldn't try and sell your voice and try and big, big league everybody anymore, you fucking <laughs> idiot, or you wouldn't have a job being Indiana Jones. Um, he does a good job, though. He does sound like him. Yeah. Um, if they got Harrison Ford, you would have got him sounding like an eighty-year-old man because he's an old man, and because uh, he has never done voice acting in his life. Yeah, probably wouldn't have been given two shits. Yeah. Um. 
so this is a first person game uh but also goes out to third person for certain parts um yeah such as swinging on your whip and all that um, so i think a lot of people were expecting like if if an indiana jones game was ever going to be made it was just going to be uncharted and it's like no this is this is not uncharted this no. is straight up fucking action yeah this this they they haven't gone for uh let's let's go for what you expect out of this type of game it's like yeah well this is gonna be in first person you know a bit of stealth in here um I, we're gonna try and make a good indiana jones game um hmm. with uh, well there's the wolfenstein guy so you know it's gonna be it's gonna play well anyway hmm. you would expect so mm. um so what did you notice one thing in this sort of trailer trailer i did does it the video you watch does it just show the gameplay or is it the whole thing with the interviews and the, the footage of the yeah, it means it was just the, just the gameplay stuff right okay so you didn't see uh the whiteboard no but i seen the story about this <laughs> so there's there's a part where it's a, there's a glimpse of a whiteboard that has the quake symbol on it and above it yes. says x6 yes which uh yeah. Mm. What's machine mm. what's machine games doing after Indiana Jones then? Ah, the new Quake would be awesome. It's weird that it says Quake 6, so are they considering oh. Quake Champions to be Quake 5? I guess so. It would technically would be the fifth in the series. It will be the fifth game. So technically yeah. I guess Quake 6 would be your next one. I wonder what route do they go down? Do they do another single player quick? Or do they go, nope, let's fucking do a, another big deathmatch thing? I think if you've got machine games doing that, that's kind of their thing. Yeah. This is single player, but I imagine it would have multiplayer in it as well. Yeah. Then you, do you do like an original quick, or do you continue the story of quick two and four with the strong and all that shit? I don't know anything about that, so they could do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, I do love me some quick, but I just hope that both, because I, I don't think Indiana Jones has even been mentioned for PlayStation, so I don't know what the story is there. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, that, that's that's what the year looks like. I I did did so. Yeah, Indy, it, it does. Um, it just had a twenty twenty four on it. Um, mm. so if, yeah, that yeah, don't know about that. <laughs> but uh, that's what the next year is going to look like on on yeah. Xbox. Unless they pulled the Mortal Kombat and that game is practically ready before they've even showed anything, I don't think it'll be out this year. Yeah. So is uh is that one you'd be looking to buy on Steam then? I would imagine it'll get a release on Steam. I don't know if the deck will be able to do it. No, you don't know. Users, they're very good at optimizing because Wolfenstein they run they're they're Steam Deck verified so. Yeah, you never know. If, if the PlayStation doesn't get it, I probably would pick it up the Steam Deck. Mm. 
I noticed during the trailer, seeing he was punching the Nazis in the face, they took the Indiana Jones punch noises. I will be punching the crap out of everything because I just love that sound. That is the best punch <laughs> noise out of any movie. I will barely probably use a gun. I will just punch everything just to get that sound. And did you notice during the trailer there was an enemy who was a harmonized, a Pat Roach? Oh, was there? Yeah. There, there, there's, a, there's a bit where he's doing a fist fight and the boy's fighting's absolutely fucking massive. And I was like, that's a Pat Roach enemy. Class. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's the Xbox stuff. There. Um, mm. we didn't talk about this last week, but uh, some guy at Ubisoft, um, the guy in charge of the yeah, yeah. sort of subscription stuff, um, he's on about uh, players needing to be comfortable about not owning games. Um, I don't think that was him saying that we need to get comfortable i think that's what he was saying is would hold back gaming subscription services because uh you know mm. people who buy games are a bit more less willing to let go in, in the same way that people were very quickly let go of the idea of you know having a dvd collection or a, yeah. a cd collection um but but yeah, I don't think he was making any wide statements about that. Um, but yeah, the um, the CEO of Larian, make Baldur's Gate three, uh, has said, "Well, our games are never going to be on subscription services." Yeah. Now, when you say subscription services, Game Pass. Uh, the, yeah, is it not on Game Pass? Is it not? No. I thought it was on Game Pass, sorry. No. You're probably thinking all the chat about the Xbox version because um, they were... Yeah, is it fucked or something? No, it's... uh, Well, it's having some save issues, but um, I think they they fixed that now. But the the thing with the Xbox version is because... Xbox released two separate SKUs, the Series S and the Series X. And then yes. they mandated, right, you have to have feature parity on the X and the S if you're releasing a game. Uh, mm. And Larian was like, okay, we're going to try very hard, um, but we will have to release the play, the, like release PlayStation 5 version, no problem. Uh, the, you know, the PC version was in early access anyway, so that was grand. And they were working they, their, their ass off because the big thing that was sticking with them was local split screen co op. Yeah. Which you can do on. No, there's no PS4 version of this game, is there? I don't think so, no. no. And there's no Xbox One version. So it was the Series S, really, that was having the problem then? Yeah. So they, they just uh, they were struggling to get the, uh, the split screen co op to run on the Series S. Uh, and mm. that they they publicly said that hey that's why this is taking so long, and then Phil Spencer went here. Hang on a minute, come talk to us. We can work something out. And then uh, they were, uh, suddenly they were able to release. This was after it blew up and became the biggest game of last year. And then, uh, then suddenly, oh, you don't have to have feature party anymore. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I played Fredel Arena for Call Night. The ship that was actually holding them up, just going. Hey, the reason we're being held up is because you know Microsoft want the exact same for the same uh, game on both systems, and uh, that's what's holding us up. Yeah. I was like, this game's fucking huge. We need this out now. Yeah. Fuck the series. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was a it was a bit messed up. But they said it it helped them with optimization though, because they were like trying like fuck to get it to run, so they actually improved the performance on everything else. Learned some stuff. Very good. Very good. Um, but yeah, the 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 CEO is uh, is is basically like, nah, we're you'll you won't find our games on subscription server. He wasn't shitting on subscription services he's just like um he just wants to like make sure that people can still buy games if they want to um well the thing about subscription services you know yourself with game pass unless it's first party it's not always guaranteed to be there so I can understand why some boys will, you know what, especially something like Baldwin's Gate if you've put god knows how many hours into it and it's suddenly it's not there and you're like, shit, now I've been paying for the subscription service, and now I have to pay for the fucking game. Or yeah. you just buy it out right from the start. You don't have to worry about any of that, I suppose. Yeah. I think, I, think a big part, I think a big part of what would put everyone off is, like, looking at what's happened with, uh, specifically, you know, um, movies and TV shows. At the start, it was good. Yeah. You had Netflix, that was it. Everything was on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, and and it was good, but now, yeah. fucking hell, everything's spread over so many different services, and you don't want to see yeah. games go like that. If it if no. it's if it's just Game Pass and say the, um, the the PlayStation one, then fine, that's an alternative way to play a bunch of games for a relatively mm-hmm. affordable price. But then we've got like Ubisoft coming in, and it's like, oh, our games are on this, and you're like. Mm. Fuck off! It's like I you, know. you do not have a library that justifies. Um, but the the one I know thing EA I, have their thing, don't they? EA have their thing as well. Um, the uh, the one thing about it though is like if you're like ah, there's a game there. Now I I've done this this month. It was like yeah, there's yeah, a couple yeah. of Ubisoft games there. I don't want to buy them. I probably never will. But I would try them out for fifteen pound. Then yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. But, um, but yeah, there's something you, you don't want them to take away the option. No, to uh, to buy, but I don't think that's that's what they're getting at here. Uh, ultimately, I don't think I, I think that would be madness if they ever took the option away to buy. I think that would be insanity. Yeah, I think it's still nuts that Netflix, uh, like so much of the Netflix stuff, you just can't buy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll change. At some point, um, but <laughs> doubt it. Um, <laughs> just on Xbox, um, so owners of Xboxes is um have been complaining. Um, they keep showing full screen ads on the console when you boot it up. Right. Right. Um, and you have to, like, you know, it's all like, oh, buy this now or watch this now. And you have to be like, 
uh, go away before you get to your dashboard to start doing whatever you're doing. Oh, that's right. So before you even... Before oh, you've fucking done, hell. You've done before, it. So here's an ad. Even... Jesus, that's a bit of fucking in your face. You know, you just boot up your console and you want to click game up something. And so before you do that, you have to close all these ads. Yeah. Fuck. Full screen. Um, so they, they put one up for the 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 direct there that we were just talking about. Um, yeah. And that, that got people's backs up. Uh, which is fair enough, I think. Um, Scoop, like... The, the way this, this person puts it, they're, they're like saying, right, that you did not advertise these consoles as, um, as being subsidized with ad revenue. Um, so, uh, mm. and then compared to like, you know, the way you get an, you can buy a cheaper version of an Amazon Kindle that comes with ad support, or you can pay mm. more to just get the Amazon Kindle without the ads. Uh, and it's like that, but you're just paying for the full thing, uh, and they're sticking ads in there. Now, I will say, I haven't seen this. Um, doesn't mean it's not there. I just might not uh, switch my Xbox on at the right time. But it, it, feels, it feels a bit shitty, and I do hate advertising. It's fucking mm. everywhere. Like, even when, like, on PlayStation as well, there's always, like, the mm-hmm. wee corner where it's like oh this is new or even if i turn on my tv and switch input it's trying to fucking sell me something it's like i just want to switch the input on the tv what are you doing jesus i don't know if you get it i have a samsung tv so uh if you want to avoid that avoid samsung i'll be honest i don't have my tv connected to wi-fi because when i do my tv loses its shit so uh (laughs) my tv is not connected to wi-fi otherwise i I might get shit like that. I, I yeah. don't know. Uh, that's, that's not a bad idea. I might turn my TV's Wi-Fi yeah, t- off. What, what? Do you use the Wi-Fi on your TV for anything? No, no. I, shit off I, I, I have a, a fire stick. As, even on the fire stick. You fucking turn uh, the fire stick on. It's like, why isn't the first thing my apps? Why do I have to scroll yeah. through, like, Oh, what's on this surface? Like, I don't care. Right. I'm just trying to get the fucking crunchy roll. Would you get out of the way? <laughs> ah, fuck. Yeah. That's why we should all pirate everything. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> and lastly here, Dragon's Dogma 2 is out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was looking at this. Uh, I- I was thinking, is this a case of a uppity game dev shouting at people um, again, and then thought about it for five seconds? I'm like, you know what, this guy's spot on. Um, so the director uh, Hideaki uh, uh, Itsuno um, said that he wants players to avoid fast traveling in Dragon's Dogma Two, um, and. Like he was talking about, like, well, people say, oh, like traveling the long way is boring. And he's like, well, it shouldn't be boring. It should be on the developers to make it not boring. Um, and he's basically saying, is if players want the fast travel in your game, you've you have failed. Um, you know what? He's on to something, you know, because he, he is. I, I, I'm going to use two games as an example here. 
Uh, so everyone knows I'm not big into the open world thing. Mm-hmm. And Red Dead 2 was fucking horrible for that shit, right? Yep. yep. I remember you'd have to travel across and you'd just be like, oh, for fuck's sake. And I remember when that when the Sonic Frontiers came out, I remember thinking, oh, Christ, here we go. But they made the traveling so fucking fun that I didn't mind having to travel across the map because you're traveling across the map. A Sonic the Hedgehog bouncing and, you know, fucking going around rings and doing that shit, and you're like, this is actually fun. I don't actually mind traveling across the map. So it is on something. If you make your traveling fun to do or fun to play, then, yeah, you won't mind traveling. Mm. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's kind of how I feel as well. Um, like, Cyberpunk, I rarely fast travel in that game because I just like driving about in that game. That's true. I didn't. I didn't fast travel much in that either. Yeah, so I just like being in that world um, yeah. that much. And then I think back to like so Dragon's Dogma one. There was barely <laughs> any fast travel in that. the The fast travel implementation is, and obviously from him saying this, this is very very intentional. It is so fucking stupid that it's pointless. Um, so you've got mm. these these points that you can teleport in certain places. Um, usually settlements uh, but you actually have to buy a consumable to teleport them to them and they're pretty expensive right um, so it's to discourage you and then yeah you think back when I think back to Dragon's Dogma why I like it so much is like when you're in that world it feels so fucking immense and huge it's not that big but because you can't fast travel um, and you have to like like right, I need to go over here and feel you, you feel like you're going on a journey and so much can happen between your starting point and your destination. Um, like you can find things, get attacked by fucking chimeras jumping out of the sky at you, and it just creates these really right immersive, um, not immersive, emergent moments. Um uh, and I think that that's what he's going for, and that that's mm. just, I think that's just good good game design. Um, mm. It's like you shouldn't fast travel because you might miss something. There might be something in between here, and it's a fantasy uh, game. They're all about walking to things. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to be sarcastic, but you, you look at a few. Can you fast travel on the likes of Skyrim and shit like that? Oh yes, you can fast travel to fucking anything you want. And that's uh, oh, okay. That's one of the. That's a whole point of Skyrim was just exploring and bumping into mad shit and getting so many quests. It, it should be, yeah. If you're if you're playing it like quote unquote the correct way, but it's it's easy. I think this is a problem that Starfield had as well. It's it's too easy to just go into the menu. It's like right, go here, hand this quest, go there, hand in that quest, um, mm. and doing that is is kind of shitty. But one of Starfield's big problems is. Well, you haven't put much in between from me going from here to there to keep me uh, interested. Uh, and if, if someone's doing that, is that probably means there's not much interest in stuff. Skyrim's different. It does do that. It, it'll put a lot of stuff in between um, mm. to encourage you to explore in that. But um, yeah, I, I, I agree. Mm. I agree with Hideaki. Yeah, if your if your fast traveling's fun, then you wouldn't need to fast travel. Or if you sorry, if your traveling's fun, then you don't need to fast travel. 
I'm looking forward to Dragon's Dogma too because I thought that's that's not not a game I thought was ever going to exist. Uh, uh, right. So how about we move on to some wrestling chat here? Um, and what I wanted to talk about first, though, is actually some WWE related because this is a bit fucking nuts. Okay. <clears throat> And it's nothing to do with the wrestling or anything it's, uh, itself. It's about their uh, uh, their their TV deals because uh, WWE Raw. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not even sure is that on USA Network or something. But that that deal was coming to an end, and bidding was going about for uh, the you know the broadcast rights for for Raw. Um, okay. Now one uh, one of the uh, the bidders in for that was Warner. Fuck. Mm. What was going to happen to AEW? Right. They got that, I wonder. But they didn't get it. Fuck. Okay. You know who did? In a last, in a last minute bid, Netflix. Fuck. Um, five billion total deal. Um, ten years. Uh, could be could, could be extended as well. So your WWE Monday Night Raw is going to be on your Netflix from now on? Yep. Netflix is going to try live streaming, um, which oh, I, think, Jesus. I think they have dabbled with. Um, it's not something they've known for, so fuck knows how it's going to go. Um, so this will all start in January 2025. Um, so it's a year away yet. Um, so the year to prep servers and shit then? Yeah. And so this isn't this isn't just like in the US. Um so uh it's in, in Canada, UK, Latin America, um and and some other places. So I don't know if that means like Raw and SmackDown are on BT sport at the moment, I think. Uh, so I don't mm. know if that's gonna um it's gonna change. Um so yeah, you'll be able to watch WWE Raw on Netflix live. Um, and it seems like outside the US, that is going to include SmackDown and NXT as well, um, as well as the pay-per-views and all their other stuff that they would have on the WWE Network. So it seems like yes. WWE Network will go away and you'll just have all that stuff on Netflix instead. So they won't even have their network anymore? Well, they won't need it uh, if it's all going on uh, the Netflix. Fucking hell. So that means all the old pay-per-views, all the old added, like all the old sort of stuff that you would watch. It'll all be Jesus, trying to find all that out. Netflix will be nuts unless it has its own special section. Yeah, I imagine they would have to have a wrestling section. Uh, Fucking hell. Netflix. Uh, Will you see their prices goes up when this starts? Or they'll do a wrestling-only package or some shit? Oh, they're sure they're always putting their price in up, by the way. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I I just thought that that was a bit of a a crazy one. Um, but you basically, on American TV anyway, you won't have any live WWE. WWE. I mean, they hate that effect the ratings. How many people still watch it live on TV? Um, oh no, I suppose they have to because 
You can't yeah. watch, if I'm not mistaken, you can't watch Raw live on the network, can you? Yeah. Uh, no, you can't. Oh, okay, so... Because of those TV deeds. So that's what I'm thinking. Uh, if I was, like, signing up for Netflix again, and it was there... Hmm. Maybe. Maybe I'd watch ah, Raw and SmackDown. If you just fuck all else they want. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I, I'm not saying this because I'm not anti WWE yet. I just wouldn't have the time to watch AEW, TNA, and WWE in a week. Because especially oh, fucking no. isn't Raw three hours long. Raw is three hours long, yes. That's a fucking TNA pay-per-view, so no. <laughs> and then sometimes Collision's three hours long. Oh, that's true. Sometimes you get, uh, you get your part of the belt sitting all that sometimes. It's like, ah, fuck, I wouldn't have time for that. So, no, I don't think... I don't have Netflix, like, but I don't, I don't, don't think it would interest me anyway. It wouldn't make me go pay for Netflix to watch Raw and SmackDown and shit. I I think I might if, if I wanted to like say I was gonna like Netflix I was like right let's sign up and, and watch Castlevania and a couple other things and then mm. like it, it'd be it'd be up to up to them to keep me watching though I'll probably see the Miz and then go fuck this cancel 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 fuck this tower. And Oring uh, helping it as well is like partly the their awful fucking commentator is leaving. Uh, I can't remember which his, one. Uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, okay. Um, um, Kevin Patrick. You know Kevin Patrick. Speaking of this, do you know he like fucking personally tweeted Ed Boone to try and get the role of Johnny Cage in this next film? He did. Apparently so, and uh, Ed Boone was like. No, we've we've got Colin Urban, sorry. <laughs> we've got a real actor, fuck off. Uh, Who the fuck are you? Fucking uh, hell, huh? My guy will be all right, can I, can I do this with your phone? <laughs> fuck off. I can't love it, but no, but I doubt he has any pull in those movies. Yeah, I doubt. Well, I guess all Warner, they, they own that. Yeah, because if he hadn't had any pull, you wouldn't have some random jobber new guys to star in the last film. He would have been a whole of fucks this. Yeah, I, d- I don't think uh, I don't think Ed Boone would have done that at all. No. What the fuck's Lucha? Which, God, that guy is... It's the worst, oh, so worst fucking, bland. fucking part of that film. <laughs> and then they had him fucking beat Gore, and you're like, get away, you fuck. Sorry, we went off topic there. <laughs> uh, on the AEW side of things, um, just first of all, the rankings are coming back. Yeah. Huh? So when was the last time they were used, to be fair? Uh, like August 2022. Right, okay. When was the last time we heard of those? What did I see here? Um, I was looking at this. Just uh, hopefully they haven't updated it yet. No, they haven't. Good. Um, okay. So at the time, the uh, top five contenders for the the men's division 
Uh, five is Darby okay. Allen. Four, right. Jay Lethal. Right. Getting a fucking nosebleed up there. Um, three was Powerhouse Hobbs. Right. <laughs> Two was Hangman Page. And the number one contender was CM Punk. Jesus. Um, yeah, John Moxley was the champion at the time. Wardlow was TNT champion. Pack was the Atlantic champion. Oh, Atlantic champion, that's right. He was <laughs> the champion of the Atlantic Ocean. Yep, he was champion should, of the they, seas. They should have changed that and it's like every match had to take place in water. <laughs> but he doesn't like water, remember? After he had Richard Moxley on Jericho's cruise, his promo that next week, he was going fucking crazy because he had that one match on a boat. There's actually a cracking promo. He just came in there and he's all, a floating vessel, a floating vessel, are you serious? <laughs> he's just going mad that he had to fight on a boat. Um, here are the women's uh, number five is Jamie Hader. That was her on her on her on her rise. Uh, four yeah. was uh, Sheeta. Three was Athena. Fuck. Uh, two, Doctor Brett Baker. And uh, number one was Tony Storm. Thunder was was champion. Jade Cargill Jesus. was the TBS champion. Bloody then, hell, Thunder was champ. Yeah. And then the the tag champions. Uh, number five was the Guns. Right. We all know where that goes, right? X X A W yeah. champions, former AEW champions. Um number four was ten and evil Uno of the Dark Order. Fucking Jeez. Dark Order in the top five of fucking anything. Yep. That's uh number three, the Young Bucks. Uh two, the acclaimed. Uh one was FTR and the champions was uh Swerve in our glory. He's a swervy Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell, that is going back. <laughs> just a bit in perspective. How long we've had the uh, the Keith Lee and Swerve feuds been going? And actually, that's a good point. Holy shit! Because that feud had already started when they were champions. Because when they were all like, yeah, Swerve was being a heel and Keith was being a face, uh... Uh, and they were still champions. Madness. Yeah, I don't know. Uh... See that the rankings worked because back then, because you had dark to pad out people's records. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So how's that gonna work now? Hmm. Um. You have collision and stuff, but you're gonna have some boys who don't get on TV. And how the hell is supposed to get a record if they're not on TV? Yeah, it's uh, like. It seems like breaking into the top five might be difficult, but I'm, I'm guessing I'm guessing Tony Khan has a plan for that. Or maybe he doesn't. Uh, um, uh, they should still allow you, you know, someone to go, hey, you're the champion, I'm challenging you, and the champion can just go, I I accept. I don't care what rank you are. Yeah, you can have someone turn around and fucking, I don't know, kick a fuck out of champion and go around. Hey, look, I fucking laid you out and champion all right, fine, I'll give you a fucking match. You should be able to let people do that. Mm. I guess this is... Otherwise... Uh, otherwise... I was because otherwise you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to have the, the eventual rise of each challenger each time. Mm. 
Maybe it's just a way for Tony Khan to not have to book anything. It's all like, look, he's at number, oh, he, he gets the title shot. I am never uh, hate a woman again. I know. <laughs> Fuck. I guess it makes sense in terms of uh, Samoa Joe changing things up and how things work. Mm. I mean, it's like, bring your record and your reputation. Sort of play plays into the um, the the ranking system, I suppose. Mm. Um, yeah. What else happened this week then on Dynamite? We had a uh, Christian Cage defending his TNT title against Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, this was an odd out of nowhere match, but. Was grand. You know what I noticed about this match? Um, Dustin, uh, <laughs> I don't know if he was legit hurt or what, but he seemed to be very dodgy on one of his, his knees. I just he, don't know if he was selling or not. He's pretty old. Remember that time he done the match with Swerve and he was meant to get his ankle broken and then he forgot to fucking sell? And then this time I was all, wait. Nothing happened to his knee, but something's wrong. Or is he remembering he can sail now? <laughs> so, I was confused by him. It was a grand matchup. I love that. For two, two Christian's, older guys. Christian's doing the best fucking stuff he's done, though. And Christian is fucking on for him. And that coming from a TNA fan? Jesus. Mm-hmm. Christian done some good stuff in TNA, but he's doing his best stuff here right now, I'm telling you. Mm. Um, the, yeah, Jericho is continuing the stuff, but well, of course he was going to continue stuff with Don Cal's family. Mm. Uh, you got a random Matt Siddell coming in and challenge Jericho. Uh, I don't know why. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I was so much on Rampage, it was nothing to fucking write on. It was very forgettable. I would say so. Uh, I mean, The only thing that made the match worthwhile was Don Callis was on commentary. <laughs> fucking burying Jericho and putting that side L over something shocking. Um, hey, Chuck Taylor's back. Not wrestling, not wrestling, but he's back. He's on the street again, which is good because he had was a broken ankle. He had. I am not sure. <laughs> I get it. Right. It, it a leg injury anyway, so the fact that he's up and walking again is good. Um, but he was there for this title, which is uh, an actual tag match. Um, Orange Cassidy and Trent versus uh, Penta. Commander. Um, it's very lucha match. Yep, very good. Ta- tagging is optional. Yep, <laughs> that's how it works. Um, but yeah, I I hope uh, I hope Chuck Taylor is is ring fit soon so him and Trent can start tagging again and we can yeah. give him a goddamn fucking tag title run to get the tag championships back on track 
I think that's that's, yeah. that's the way to go because yeah. like yeah, Starks and Big Bulls, like whatever. Um, and they kind of are to be fair. The whole Jericho thing didn't help. Um, no, there hasn't been a lot of focus on the tag division. Let's let's give it to the boys who've been there from the very fucking start and deserve it. Um, yeah, the um, Undisputed Kingdom comes out afterwards. Well, it's Roderick, mm. Roderick Strong and the other two. Haven and Bennett. I do like Haven and Bennett. Yeah. So it it looks like um, it looks like we're getting the title match at Revolution then. I told him he's gonna wait. He's gonna make up wait. Yeah. I I reckon Roddy Strong's gonna take the title off him. I think that will happen also. Hmm. Um, that should also be a really good match. Oh, that'll be brilliant match. Um, there's a hangman promo. Um, just saying about he needs the title. Yep. Um, he was, was actually he didn't interrupt someone's. Interview this time, he was there ready to be interviewed, which was nice. <laughs> I like that sort of gimmick he had going. Yeah, we do interviews. <laughs> uh, Mark Briscoe, it's been a, a, a year since uh, since Jay Briscoe passed away. Mm. Um, a year to the day, and uh, so Mark Briscoe's out the. Um, mark the occasion he tells a story about how his nieces were in the car as well and the doctor said that his oldest would, would never walk again and then he brings her out walking um, she comes walking out and you can tell he was very 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 choked up <laughs> he was yes um, then we get a wee, a wee tribute video for Jay Briscoe mm. um, oh right that was actually the one that was from last year as well hmm <laughs> All right, the Bucks interview. <laughs> um, they demand to be called by their God-given names, Nicholas and Matthew Jackson. <laughs> so, said we are EVPs in this company. And it's mm-hmm. time we started. Doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. So they're doing this thing where, like, yeah, we're the higher ups. So, you know, we're businessmen basically, and even ripping into Renee and all about, uh, how'd you get your paycheck and all this week? And all this, it's like, yep, these guys are gonna be fucking dicks. Yeah. And then we talked about why they challenge Sting and Derby. And I love the way they did this, so they're all a Sting's a model employee, comes in, does his job, goes home, yeah, yeah, Sting's great, Sting's the rest. Appreciate what he represents. So, uh, yeah, no, no offense to Sting, but we're gonna fucking end this shit, basically. Yeah, that this, take these boys out. This makes sense for the box because if you think about it from like day one, they've always been like they don't do anything according to tradition. It's always no. been their thing. They do the exact opposite. Yeah. Like they got a lot of shit for it and then they turned it around, leaned into it, and that's what worked for them. That's how they got where they are. Um mm. 
And so they're like, right, we're going to like stamp out all these old guys, um, regardless who you are. Um, yeah, uh, it makes sense. Um, yeah, they, they, yeah, Matt Jackson talks about they, 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 they first said they, they wanted to change the world and, and all that. And then, uh, then the culture change and toxicity seeped in. Uh, and they were mm-hmm. lean, leaning into self-serving, superficial superstars. Mm-hmm. Didn't mention who who they might be referring to there, but we can no. prob- probably guess. We can probably guess. Um, yeah, it, it's been a while since they've acknowledged the the EVP thing. Yeah. yeah back these call themselves extremely violent people. I like that when they were doing that back in the pandemic era. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely looking forward to see what they do. Um, we got new Ring of Honor six man champions. Yeah, that, I sometimes feel like Tony Chan doesn't know what to do with Ring of Honor because I'm sorry, Bullet Club Gold are not going to be on Ring of Honor TV. <laughs> The, it must be. You think they? Because I, I know the embassy were on it because that's where they sort of came from. But I don't know. I mean, if you've got Jay White, are you really gonna keep him for a, an internet show, or are you gonna keep him for your main dynamite show, or are you gonna have him pull double duty? Hmm. It's um. I'm guessing this somehow plays into the whole thing with the acclaim. Yeah, well, it could be that as well. That's true. We'll talk more about that in a bit, I guess. It was a good match, though. It was, it was. Um, the fucking belts are fantastic as well, by the way. And just there's wee things they do during matches. And you just cop on. Do you remember last week you were saying about, or it was two weeks ago you were saying about Mariah May? She sort of, the way she sells is very good. Yeah. The guns are brilliant at that as well, if you ever notice. Like, they, they oversell, but not to the point where it's ridiculous. They just make something look like it really fucking hurt. Or if they're going for like a sort of big divey move, they really look like they're throwing their all into it. Like, so, yeah. I think the guns could, they could be maybe slightly underrated. But maybe with Bullet Club now they'll finally get the the big spotlight. Yeah. Have the have the have, have they moved past the whole ass boy thing? Do you think? Well, they're they're getting cheered by the crowd now. They don't really get the ass boy chant anymore. Uh, they're you really you you get a few diehard people trying it, but it it just doesn't <laughs> last. No. Um. <sighs> Adam Cole with Wardlow? Um, oh, yeah. Uh, then he's going to just... What? <laughs> he sort of yep. got out there for a second. Just yes. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I was just going to say, yeah, he, you know, Wardlow says he's going to destroy everything. Yeah. Again, I think there's a lot of work to do on Wardlow, to be honest. Uh, I don't know what happened. Just, I remember at one stage we all thought Wardlow was going to be like 
this next big deal. And then something happened and we all went, wait a minute, this guy's not very good at all. Uh, it was the whole Powerbomb Symphony thing for me. So so he got he got to the point, beats, beats MJF, does the thing, uh, and maybe yeah. that, that wasn't, because that was, you know, the, the whole controversy with MGF might be leaving okay. now. Um, but I think MGF still did his part well mm-hmm. enough. But, but then you get his chase for the TNT title and he's doing his matches just turned into uh, the Powerbomb Symphony, which is like uh, this is this is why I don't like Brock Lesnar. The thing you're doing yeah. right now. This is, I like wrestling matches. Please put on a wrestling match. I don't want to see him yeah. get powerbombed five times. Thanks. Um, and see if he does that to Trent Beretta <laughs> this week. You fucking better not eh? have a goddamn match. To be fair, last time he didn't do the powerbomb symphony, and that makes sense. You don't like mm. really wouldn't want to do stuff like that. But um, have a fucking match. How's that? Yeah. Enough of this Goldberg fucking pish. I don't want to see that. Uh, Not interested. It's like a fucking Brock Goldberg bollocks. Uh, Not interested at all. Um, Like like seeing that week on week, you you just get bored. Uh, And I think that's 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 what happened to Wardlow. Yeah, you're probably right. Also, his feud with Hobbs is pish. Yeah, (laughs) it just was. It was bad. A shitty car. <laughs> oh fuck, that's right. Oh Jesus Christ! That, that, that's 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 WWE shit there. Um, that's Vince. Yeah. That's that's what that is. Um, Tony Storm <laughs> came out for this next match. <laughs> um. She was very good on commentary, but maybe be a bit distracting from the match, like feeding yeah. Riccoboni chocolates and calling him Tony Schiavone. <laughs> Schiavone, you look, you look fantastic. Um, oh, Christ. Like, it's good, but at the same time, it's like, come on, it's Deanna Perrazzo who's in the ring, and like, the match was kind of an afterthought. You know, think yeah, if you keep that stuff to commentary or to um, sorry, to the you know the ad break, the picture in picture. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Oh yeah, I got to, to be fair. I think a lot of this match was picture in picture anyway. Like, what was it? High. Huh. Um, it's just the woman getting that's... fucking shafted again. Yeah. Not, it was a good match. Fucking Diana just doing her fucking thing, just breaking people apart. Yeah. Um, the Venus the Milo's a class looking move. Mm. I, I definitely is. Um, I don't think it was as good as her uh, match with Queen Amanada. No. But I think so that's, they, they I think that's because Queen Amanada is just very, very good and better than Anna J. Yeah, and you can definitely tell she doesn't mind laying her shit in and doesn't mind getting shit laid into her either. So yeah. that's why I just look at that. I do think some of the women down in Ring of Honor would be better served 
up on AEW and vice versa. I'd love to have a Cena in AEW again. Yeah, 100%. I thought the Cena was fantastic. Um, we got Private Party versus Top Flight. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's like Private Party's first match back. Fair enough. Um, that over a year, like so. Aye, maybe not the uh, the the fucking thrill fest you would have been expected, but I think as long as we get more matches with these two teams down the line, that's fine. Which it looks like we're going to anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was a it was a solid match with uh, um, Private Party getting the win. Mm. So, yeah. Mark Wayne definitely looks like he's beefed out, though. Yeah, he probably uh, rehabilitating, lifting them weights. Fucking huge compared to the rest of the boys in the, the fucking match. But um yeah, I reckon this could be a wee feud between these and this will be good. I reckon there'll be a couple of matches between these and hope so. But I need to go back to the old music. I prefer the old music. <laughs> I don't think it's happening. And uh then the main event, uh Joe defending against Hook. Uh Hook got absolutely fucking murdered. It <laughs> um, the, the fucking slam under the table. Like, normally people get hit on the table and, you know, the wee bit comes off and maybe the side will move. Fucking Joe absolutely wrecked that table using hook. Just wrecked him. And then he fucking just power bombs him under the, under the side of the, the, the ring. It was, it was a murder fest. I know the idea was to make hook look like he would never stop. And that's fine, but there's no point. We'll make this guy not stop, but he's just getting his head kicked in for fucking fifteen minutes. I did like it was. It was a short match. Um, Joe was dominant, but somehow Hook also looked good. What did uh, he kick out of again? Fucking muscle buster at one. A muscle buster. Uh, at one. Um, and then he got choked out, and and he also did a mm. T-bone suplex on Joe. He did. Um, yeah, he, he had his he had his wee comeback moment, um, and yeah, the, the, this was still. I think it was still good for Hook, even though like he got beat very, very quickly. Which is like, yeah, he's very young, and Joe's supposed to be yeah. an absolute fucking killer. So, um, Joe's been wrestling longer than Hook's been alive. So you yeah. know. <laughs> And then after the match, after Joe's won, he gets up and he's like, is that all you got? Joe's like, all right. And we get that hangman coming out for the the save. Um, Swerve appears in the crowd like a big creep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Joe's got people coming at him from all sides. Mm. So who's going to be the opponent? I assume Hangman goes first and loses. Or is it a triple threat? Oh, that could be a shout. And uh, Joe wins because you know Hangman and Swerve are too focused on each other. Yeah, and Joe just that could pops be. Up. So then, who takes the belt off? I, I think it's still one of them too. Oh yeah. One but the first match is a triple threat. Uh, yeah, we'll only get a one-on-one match. Um, 
I think it has to be Swerve eventually, though. The, yeah, the, I mean, Swerve is insanely popular, and he is insanely good in the ring. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think he's he's the next guy. Mm. Um, you mentioned Rampage there. The you you had uh, Jericho beating Matt Sedell for some reason. Um, yeah. Panther beat beat Anthony, your man Henry. Anthony Henry, yeah. Uh, um, now Stat and Queen Amanada had a great match. It was actually the, the reason that uh, was because Stat was having a match with her, so that was actually fantastic. Stokely came out with her, was doing the whole manager thing as well. So he's still trying to drive the wedge between her and Willow to the point where he even cancelled Willow's flight apparently. <laughs> Wonder was that because of weather stuff she wasn't there? Oh no, she showed up then. Oh right, okay. So they got backstage thing which is all my flight got cancelled, wondering how that happened and all this here, so uh he's that shit. And then the main event was Jeff Hardy and Darby Allen. And it was just a fucking spot fest. <laughs> That's all I was, you know, oh, because of Starby and Jeff, we're going to relax the rules for this. And you're like, okay. <laughs> now, when the first happened, I thought they were very hitting heavily that Jeff Hardy was going to turn heel because he was doing some real healy things and getting booed a wee bit and all. And I was like, okay, this has a purpose. And then after that, they were hugging and all the rest of it. And I was like, well, okay. So it had no purpose. Hmm. So I'm, I'm, okay. looking, I'm looking at the, uh, the results and describes it that. The Darby went for like the fist bump and and Hardy walked away. No, Hardy got a double fist bump. <laughs> what match was this guy watching? Darby put the fist up and Jeff does a single fist fist with both fists. both fists. So he did to show respect. All hang on, Scalver said, you know, showing respect. So. So confirmed Jeff Hardy did fist Darby Allen with both fists? Yes, he did. He did. Both fists. He, fist well, he did say they relaxed the rules. <laughs> Usually it's no fist in the load. Yep. Um, yeah, then uh, Collision. <clears throat> Collision's been weird recently, do you not think? It has been a bit... It's a bit about uh, all over the place and Ring of Honor heavy. Mm. Yeah, starting with we have Shane Taylor um, taking on oh, John, yeah, John, John Moxie for uh, well, this is John Moxie coming back. Mm. It's been a while. Like not this not wasn't bad. bad. No, it, it was a good brawler match. Um, mm. Yeah, Moxie's been doing New Japan stuff. Uh, they showed about a his, uh, about his match with uh, Shingo, mm. the battle in the valley, the the death match. Um, mm. uh, so that's that's what Moxley's been at recently. Um, he also cuts a promo, interesting sort of one, and he says he's pissed off and he's not taking any more crap and. If anyone wants mm-hmm. to call themselves a teammate or a colleague, they better keep up. Mm-hmm. Who's he talking so, to there? Well, that's the thing. Who is he talking to? Is he talking to 
Halt, Teammates. Hallo, Teammates. Mm. 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 Ja, yeah, können wir sehen, some. Ja. Ist Marx getting frustrated with the, the Blackpool Combat Club? Um, yep. I, I think it, it's it's getting a, it's a wee hint at that there, and I think we're getting ready for something else. And I oh, will lose my right. shit. If, 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 <laughs> yep. I, I will lose my shit if it happens. I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. We 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 got the Adam Copeland Oakland. Uh, so who do you have this week? Dante Martin came out. Dante it's Martin. Like, it's like, oh, that's an upgrade. Dante Martin had to wrestle in slow-mo for this match. I felt so fucking bad for. Well, he still did a lot of. Uh... He did, but Dina felt that it, it was not Dante's usual fucking. That's style. Hey, he's still flipping around like, him. He done he done some flips, but for, I'm pretty sure the first ten minutes of this match was poor old fucking Dante being held in a headlock or fucking yeah. something like Copeland on the ground, and I was like, no, right, I get what I get in, the story, but this in, is ten yeah. minutes now. I was going to say, in defense, it's like if a guy like Adam Copeland, older guy, big. Uh, has to face a guy that can practically fucking fly. He's like, yeah, you grab him, you lie on top of him. That's how you win that fight. We're picture in picture. I get it. Right? Yeah. Fair enough. But then we should go to the ad break. And we should go in and I was like, no, someone tell Adam Copeland what out of the ad break. And we should go in and I was like, has, has he been told that he's still doing this? What the fuck? <laughs> so he he gets the fucking win anyway. Um, yep. There were there were some cool dodges. I will get Dante Martin is fucking amazing. You know, Copeland's trying to do some of his moves. Dante's fucking, as you say, flying over the top of him. Um, so I don't know if you know this, but he, he cuts this wee promo afterwards. Is I've noticed all these young boys coming out. There's no veterans. Uh... <laughs> do you see who's fighting next week? Did I? You want a veteran? You're getting oh. a veteran. <laughs> You're fucked. How about some Suzuki? <laughs> Can I face the murder, Grandpa? I don't think so, it has Edge ever been in a match with someone like this before. That was not. That's what I was about to ask you. Has he ever done anything like this? Has he any idea what he's in for? I'm sure he does. But, uh, but this, sure this is what you want. You want to see him in new situations. Um, yeah, this is the match I'm actually interested in. Uh, mm. so, uh, it, even the, the Dante Martin thing was a bit different. It's like, all right, this this will be something something different. And it's like, yeah, it was more mm. geared towards age style, but that's kind of what you have to do. But yeah, the, this should be against Suzuki. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're just going to have to chop the fuck out of him and do some strong style shit. Which yeah, that yeah. should be should be interesting to see. I hope Adam Copeland likes the smell of burger meat because that's what his chest's gonna be by the time Suzuki's done. <laughs> <laughs> I love Suzuki matches; they're fucking amazing. Yeah. 
Danielson casting a lead, do a backstage promo about their match in the main event against Eddie and Ortiz. Reasons are pure. He learned it all. Yeah, Danielson being an absolute bastard. It's gone. Losing to Eddie Kingston is the worst moment of his career. <laughs> his entire career, I love it. <laughs> this is the guy who got beat by Sheamus in like 13 seconds. <laughs> no, Eddie beat him was worse. Well, I guess that that, well, that wasn't Brian Danielson, that was Daniel Bryan. Different guy. Yeah. yeah. And I guess Seamus isn't a bum. <laughs> eh, maybe. I don't know. Um, no, because obviously he keeps calling Kingston a bum, and that's why he, this idea of losing to him, whereas, you know, the whole 13 seconds thing, if he was to rationalize, but uh, Seamus isn't a bum. So <laughs> I, I love the idea that just no matter what's happening, losing to Eddie is the worst thing ever. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot, to, forgot to mention, because. Uh, the top flights in in a in a promo then um oh yeah or private party coming I forgot to mention private party did the old sneaky rope grab uh yes did, they, did. they did they did roll up rope grab um yep and mark quinn's all like uh uh i lost my balance and grabbed the rope <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, so yeah we do we do already have a, a rematch um, <clears throat> Queen Amanada doing fucking double duty this week. Uh, uh yeah. taking on Thunder Rosa. Jesus Christ, she is the go to at the minute. Um, there was one moment in this match where they they had a bit of a wee bit of a strike back before. <laughs> I remember looking at Thunder Rosa's face, thinking, "You just legit got smacked, and you're you're a wee bit taken back here." <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was um I think it was uh, uh McGinnis started laughing at one point because somebody was ahead of back and he started laughing as well, ooh, R E C I T T was like, yep, there was there was a lot of fuck about that me when you hit you back, but I really like it all it's just no fucking uh no we see if it's just the letter indeed to make them that's look good. And that's what you need. Mm, definitely, I. Um, yeah, it was it was good entertaining stuff. Uh, uh, Thunder Rosa getting the win. So this is kind of like remember when Takesta first started and he was losing, but he was losing to like proper top guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no, but hopefully she's looking amazing doing it. Hopefully she she gets like uh, this being on TV and her having like good matches. Um, you know, that gets her over with the fans, and then that tr- turns into... Well, someone was cheering. Was it the Rampage match? that It almost turned 50-50 between her and Stat, because she was doing that well just in the match. Yeah. It's the most basic way to prove yourself. It's like, it's like yeah, just put her in front of people and let her do her thing, and uh, yep. people will start liking her. Um, <laughs> Kingston Ortiz... <laughs> <laughs> in a promo, promo. <laughs> hey RT's cutting this big promo and he's like are we done here I gotta go I gotta tape up and I'm fucking 
Yeah, play on play on the side. You're back at my liver one of us. It's like yes, uh, that's amazing. He doesn't give a shit about the music. He's just like, let's go. Um. So, so we get a, a segment with uh, Bull Club Gold, and then um, they they pull out a. Car- I hate their new music. Sorry. You hate their new music. No, I like it. That's really fucking cool. Oh, you some, like some right. being cocky bastards. Oh, I I like the Bull Club. I, I wonder does Jay White still use the Bull Club music when he's on his own then, or? I'm guessing when he's still by himself, he'll still use the Swiss Blade music, but when they're coming out as a gang, because they always just used his. So I guess this yeah. is their group music. Yeah. Um, they got Juice Robinson back in cardboard form. Hard <laughs> Juice. Hard Juice Robinson. Um, um, I'm guessing he must be, is he out somewhere or doing something else? Because at first I was like, he's injured. I wonder if just, is he injured? Like, he is injured. So, but uh, the fact that they at least had the wee, the wee cardboard thing for him, that was brilliant. brilliant. Uh, the Acclaim come out. Um, mm. So everyone's champions now, and we get the formation of the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. What's your thoughts on this? I don't know where this is going. There, uh, <laughs> My th- initial thoughts are they're unifying these titles, I think. Ring of Honor and the AEW trios. trios. Right. See, because I can't see this thing, right? This this is all to do with Jay. Jay wants something and he's going to use the acclaim to get it. That's the story they're going to tell. Mm-hmm. But he's not taking the white belt off Joe. He's not taking the Ring of Honor off Ellie because you can't just win the Ring of Honor title at the moment. You have to win three belts instead of one. Well, hopefully it doesn't stay like that. I'm hoping it doesn't, but um, I'm just not too sure what the, what the angle is here. Mm. That's what I was saying. Maybe they're, they're, they're trying to to unify so they have less titles. Um, mm. These are essentially the fucking team. Yeah. So the angle is that the the start off working together, maybe things are going well, shit starts to go south, so they challenge each other for each other's titles, and then whoever wins just goes is unified now. Could be an idea. The Ring of Honor six-man tag titles have been on AEW TV more than Ring of Honor. Yeah, that's, that's what I was getting at when they got the belts. I was like, you're not going to have these all on Ring of Honor TV. They're going to be running around AEW TV with them, so... Yeah. I, di- I didn't think I didn't think uh, that it was going to happen, to be honest. But Jay no, I see him. <laughs> I was like, genuinely surprised when he, when he did the thing. He's like, this is very out of character. Yeah. Yeah, he's up to something. He's he has to be. Um, Tony Storm cuts a promo putting Deanna Perazzo over. Yeah. And then threatens her with cannibalism? Yeah. <laughs> Strange. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, she talked her up. Yep. 
which uh yeah they're gonna have a good match at some stage i'm guessing that'll be revolution mm. yeah yeah i would imagine so um garcia beats buddy matthews garcia getting some wins now that's a big one Mm. Uh, so we've got all sorts of FTR and House of Black stuff outside the ring. Um, like yeah, like this entire feud is just angled around get Garcia over. It's just kind of what's what's going on. Oh um, yeah, yeah. He gets the the well, not a roll up, but you know. That that could have been. Um, yeah, it's I don't know what you call it, but he flips over the top of you for the pin. Jackknife. Ah, jackknife pin. That's the one. Um, and then everything just goes fucking nuts when everyone comes out. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, like yeah. Jobbers everywhere pulling them, pulling FTR, Garcia, and House of Black apart. Um, and then, then we get announced. Uh, well, um, Dax challenges House of Black to an elimination tag team match. In a style or a cage, sir? Oh yeah, yeah, in in a cage. Um, so Garcia, I guess that's happening this week. Garcia, the last man standing, and take out everyone. <laughs> Wonder who. I wonder where that would go. Do you, do you have Garcia do it? Yeah. 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 See, the thing is, he beat Brody and he's beat Bully. But you always meant to have like Malachi's like that different level. Mm-hmm. I don't like think... So, I wonder does Malachi get taken out first and then he things would. Buddy and Brody two on one or something, or does he do all three of them? Yeah, I don't. Well, find out on Saturday. I, guess. Mm-hmm. I just want House of Black to win because they're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, Roderick Strong beat Matt Sedell. Well, that's right. That was up to what was that about? I'd say they're just loving the TV time at the moment. Then <laughs> um, the main event, Kingston and Ortiz versus Danielson, Castagnoli. Um, it's in Ortiz again. It is. Uh, that was the, the main thing that I liked, is seeing Ortiz on TV get yep. beat up a lot. He did get beat up a wee bit, but... He's Ortiz, he can take it. Yeah. He gave it it some fucking, uh, something himself, but he he pretty much was the job guy of the fucking, the match. Yeah. But, uh, I I, I was just glad to have him there. Um, (laughs) but but it was, it it was, the the whole point of the thing was Danielson being a bastard and being like, Ah, oh, is this your friend here? Be a shame if someone uh, beat the fuck out of him in front of you. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, and that's basically what happens. Like, like then, or like, 
body was just holding Kingston on the apron and Danielson just fucking demolishing uh, yeah. Ortiz, taking her apart. Um, and he spits in his face. <laughs> so, uh, Danielson coming for his titles? Yes, so. He might win. I don't know where that will go. I really don't. This thing, like, I, I can't see Danielson in this. Like, this is his last year. I can't see him getting the AW world title. I don't think he needs to. No. Doesn't he? I don't think, I don't think he needs to. And I don't think he cares. <laughs> well, not that he doesn't care. But it's like, he, he knows that, that like, giving him the title won't do anything for him. He's just, He's here to just do kick-ass matches before he goes. That's all he cares about. But it would be kind of nice if... I guess it would be nice, but... It, no, I mean, it'd be kind of nice if he had that Ring of Honor title. Just one last Oh, time. the Ring of Honor? Because uh, that's uh, that's where he was. Yeah. And Daniels, obviously. So. And then maybe, maybe there's one final match for the Ring of Honor title against a certain other uh, former Ring of Honor champion. Uh, and is he okay to go? He keeps like, fucking hitting at it. He keeps fucking hitting at it. Oh, Jesus. He can't be doing that. He, <laughs> you see, like, uh, him on uh, AEW, RJ City. No, I haven't seen that one yet. I must watch it. Yeah. Nigel McGuinness, I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nigel McGuinness, obviously. <laughs> we keep forgetting that, you know, not everyone psychically knows what we're all about. <laughs> What other former Ring of Honor title? It's hardly going to be Adam Cole or somebody. <laughs> of course, it's Nigel McGuinness. Um, yeah, that's all said. That's the wrestling done. That's the games done. Yeah. Right. I guess you should go try Power World, or you're going to get left behind. Everyone's played it, but. <laughs> I will be okay. I'm the only one on Earth that's never played GTA 5. I can do this with Power World as well. I'll be all good. Uh, I guess so. It's only 25 bucks. <laughs> uh, it's not Steam Deck of Food, so uh, no, no. Oh, it's playable. Liar. I'm not still playing. I'm excited for some fucking sandbox tree punch and It is punching trees too. It is like punch trees or pick pick up sticks off the ground. Here's this Gardos. Wait, no, that's not a Gardos. Legally distinct. It's a Galanados. <laughs> a Galanados. Uh, right. That was gonna do us then. We'll go now. We'll see ourselves out. Okay. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.